0: Welcome to Marquette Missionary Church. Here's today's message. Well, I've got a, a short hour 15, hour 20 message for you guys this morning. If you guys do not know who I am, my name is Pastor Jeff. I'm the pastor here at Marquette Missionary Church. We are excited to see so many family members come out and uh, support and welcome the wonderful Christmas program this morning here. Well, I want to take a quick moment this morning here, and I want to explore some of the verses that we had seen this morning. This morning we had seen some shepherds, and the title of my sermon this morning is Why Shepherds? And I want us to look at Luke chapter 2. The entire play this morning was based on the account of Jesus' birth in Luke chapter 2. And I want to I just just take a quick moment and look at some verses and look at why did God choose to give a message to the shepherds at the time. So, If you have your Bibles with you, I'm going to read Luke 2, starting in verse 8, and we're just going to just start there real quick, and then we are going to look at this account of the angel speaking to this group of men this morning. So this is Luke 2, verse 8, and it says this, and it says, In the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by by night. Scripture here does not tell us much about who these shepherds were, does not give us names, does not give us even exactly their location. It It just simply tells us that there were some shepherds in a field working night shift. That's That is just the explanation here. Now, it is interesting because shepherds, if you have been attending our church for the last year, myself and Garrett have preached a lot on this idea of shepherds because within scripture, shepherds are everywhere. From Genesis all the way through, we constantly see that God is working and speaking through shepherds. Now, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of Old Testament detail this morning, but these shepherds play such an important role. But did you realize that at this time, shepherds, there was nothing great about shepherds. Like shepherds, as on a society level, were the lowly people of society. They were uneducated. These, these, we're not doctors and lawyers here. We we are talking about a group of people that when you look at them from, from a societal standpoint, they're the lowly people. They're the people that nobody even thinks twice about. And I find it interesting that we're even talking about the night shift crew here you know, so like, so like they're almost like lower on the totem pole. Like you got the day shift workers, then you got the night shift workers and the night shift workers were like, okay, yeah, you guys just go out there and just watch them at night here. But it's interesting that this is who God chooses to speak to. This is who God decides to send angels to, to speak to them. Now, there is something else interesting about shepherds at this time. Shepherds were considered ceremonially unclean. Now, within our culture, and within our society, you've probably never heard those words at the workplace. Are you ever like at the workplace and getting coffee and you guys are talking about somebody being ceremonial unclean? Like, like, you know, like this is just kind of like very, very foreign to us in 2020. But at the time, shepherds were considered ceremonially unclean. And now, what exactly does that mean? Because, because if you read your Bible, you will see this this phrase come up from time to time. It's like, what does it mean to be unclean? Now, a lot of us just tend to think like they were, they were just dirty people. You know, they were just... And shepherds actually were fairly filthy in, in, many, in many, many senses here. But ceremonially unclean, we oftentimes think it has to do with sin. That if somebody is, is unclean before God, that they have sinned before God, that they have done something wrong. Now, that can be the case, you know, if If you have have sinned and fallen short, you can become ceremonially unclean. But that's not always the case. It's not always if someone is ceremonially unclean. It doesn't always mean that they somehow sinned before God. There's a couple couple of interesting things that would make somebody unclean. For example, somebody who gives birth. Having a skin disease. Or burying a dead relative would all render somebody unclean at this time but the shepherds in the fields they were always considered ceremonially unclean because of the type of work that they did think about this you are a shepherd in a field taking care of sheep and you are constantly dealing with the lowly things of life I'm not gonna mention all of them but you can only imagine what do sheep do sheep have to eat and after a period of after they digest food that food goes somewhere and the shepherds are dealing with this stuff and they're dealing with cuts and they're dealing with open wounds and they are constantly dealing with God's sheep and they're taking care of them but there's a problem that when it comes to the religious side the shepherds could not just get off of night shift And go to the temple to worship because they were unclean they would have to at this time there would would have to be sacrifices and things made and 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 a time period in between so here are these shepherds in a field the lowly people the people that are unclean to the world around them they knew that they were unclean and the religious people at the time also knew it that these people You just basically stay out there and hang out with the sheep because they were not welcome within any religious activity, especially right after they got off of work. But this is who God chooses to speak to. And I find this so interesting that God would choose these shepherds in a field to bring a message to. Why would God choose these people? And let's let's just look real quickly at the account of what takes place here in Luke. So it is shepherds in a field. Now, one quick, quick side note here. Some some people believe that the sheep, the shepherds were watching over, could have been sheep that were going to be used at the temple for sacrifice. So back in these days, they would do A lot of animal sacrifices that was part of the Jewish culture and custom. And some believe that these shepherds could have been watching over the very sheep that were going to be getting sacrificed at the temple. But look at this account real quick here. Starting in verse 9. This is Luke 2, 9. And it says this, So there are shepherds in the field, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them. in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel of multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. So we see this account take place here. These shepherds working night shift. And all of a sudden, picture this, an angel appears to them. And what happens? They become fearful. Which I think we, if we were all really, really honest in this room this morning here, if you were just at your job, doing your job, and then all of a sudden an angel of the Lord that is not of this world appears to you, you might be a little bit frightened as well. I'm just going to throw that one out there. But the angel pauses and says, listen, don't be afraid I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. And not only do I bring you great news, but then all of a sudden it says more heavenly hosts showed up. So first there was one angel and they got afraid and they said, don't be afraid. And then all of a sudden a whole bunch more angels show up and they all start praising God and giving glory to God. Now, I, I wanted us to look at this story this morning because I think we can see who God is in the midst of this story. That God chose to come and to speak to this group of people, to the lowly group of people, to the people that were kind of cut off from the religious world, the people that were not highly educated, they were not highly even skilled people, but this is who God decided to come and say, "Listen. I got a message of peace and joy to bring to you." And as I think about what this account means and how how does this even apply to us today? We see the very heartbeat of who God is. That God goes to the average person and desires for them to know the good news of what was taking place. And at that time it was, and today that's why we are, are in this Christmas season, to bring the good news of his son, Jesus Christ. To say, listen, I'm sending you a son and he's gonna bring you great joy. And this great joy is gonna be for all people. And I think God chose to bring this message through the lowly people to teach us always that this is who God is. That it doesn't matter your status or your, your or your abilities that god operates outside of how our world operates you know our world values certain things status and money and education and god says that's not what i value i value people i value i value the 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 average person i value the lowly people of your society and God chose to use them, to speak directly to them to bring this message to us today, that this is the very heartbeat of who God is. And I just, I just want to encourage all of us today and this morning, you might be here because you are simply here to, to watch grandchildren or watch friends and family, but I'm here to tell you that this message that they shared and what God's word shares is not a message of fairy tales or just made up, made up stories. This is a real story that, that God sent his one and only son into this world. For you. For me. That this message of Jesus Christ coming to this earth is God sending his son for us. And this message, as what, what was said to the shepherds, this message is for all people. All people, the lowly people, doesn't matter your background or where your social status is. This message is for all people that Jesus Christ came for you and for me. And he came with one purpose and one purpose only, to welcome you back into his kingdom. See, scripture teaches is that men and women who don't know Jesus are far off from God that they're separated from who God is. But God loves us so much that he sent his son to reunite us to God the Father. And that is ultimately the Christmas story, is that Emmanuel, God with us, is that God came so that we could be with him. And I want to just challenge you and myself this morning, that in this Christmas season, I want us as a church family and even those who are, are just simply visiting th- this morning to know and to realize that this is who God is. That God cares so much about His creation that He came for you. No matter what you've done, no matter how sinful you might feel or think that you are not worthy, God came for you. Because he loves us. And his love is not like our love. His love, his love is so much greater and and so much bigger that we oftentimes can't even comprehend it. But this is the story of Christmas. That God came for you. And I love it that God used shepherds to reveal this story to us. The lowly people, the average person. And I just want to encourage you this morning and in this Christmas season that this is what Christmas is really all about. That God came for you, for me. Not only did he come, but he did even something even better because it was amazing that Christ came. But the birth is just the beginning of God's story, which is still an amazing story. But he came to die for us to me it's it's something that we as believers need to always encourage one another in and also proclaim to this world around us that God came to die for you and for me and he died and scripture says and over 500 witnesses later he rose again that he conquered death and those who put their faith and their hope in Jesus will never die that, that even if you physically die here, you will be with Christ forever. And I just want to encourage you in that message this morning. Our kids did a wonderful job telling the Christmas story. But church, this is, this is who God is. He's a God that comes to his people. And may we celebrate and worship him this Christmas season.